my general film taste is like I like things that are both artsy and fartsy. I do like both. <laughs> and you can't have one without the other, I think. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies, buddies talking about, about cinema. Yeah! Huzzah. That's us! We're the us that he sings about. Yeah, that song's about us. I'm Justin Barney from 88.9. I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. And this is Cinebuds. This is our second one that's broadcasting, second podcast. Uh, last time we talked about Thoroughbreds. Next week, we'll be talking about Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Dogs and islands guaranteed to be a part of that film. And this week we are we're gonna we're talking about our uh, our movie identities, our our film identities, just so that you can get a little bit of context of like who we are and kind of like what mm-hmm. we like, just a, a little background info from the formative years up till current day. What's the first movie you fell in love with? So I remember very specifically, I was in a theater with my sister and my mom and Rich Ayers from childhood best friend, and uh, I cried at this movie put my head on my sister's shoulder because I knew from movies when you cry you're supposed to put your head on someone's Aww. shoulder uh, but that movie was uh, E.T. E.T. phone home Yeah, E.T. had the effect that everyone thinks of when you think of E.T., which is just pure wonder, and then you're crying little kids when he gets all sick. It had comedy, it had magic and aliens, but like a sweet, lovable alien. And then, of course, it hits you in the heart when when there's like tragedies, pending tragedy at the end. So, I mean, that's a perfect film for that time, for that age. Yeah. The first movie that I ever fell in love with, I bet you're not even going to know. Yeah. It is the movie Rockadoodle. Edmund always enjoyed reading his favorite book. But tonight, he's really getting into it. I have some rock. I do not know what that is. So, Rockadoodle is... Is <laughs> I, I tried to watch it recently. First of all, I just, you going, so Rockadoodle <laughs> is a great... <laughs> I tried to watch it recently. It is not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be your rooster. The character that is Rockadoodle right. uh, is like is based on Elvis. That was the first movie I ever fell in love with, and I was like, it is also it's like not only was like the first movie I loved, yeah, it was the first time where I was like, I want to be a musician, like oh, yeah. I want to be Elvis, <laughs> and no, then I want to be Rockadoodle. I want to be Rockadoodle. Yeah. It's funny because like the first album I ever bought yeah. was an Elvis album. Oh wow! And because Rock of Rockadoodle. Rock-a-doodle. <laughs> I could if we could just have a show where we just say the word Rockadoodle for ten minutes, I'd be entertained. But that was that Rockadoodle was my first favorite movie. It was my introduction into film and music. <laughs> I, like how crazy is that? Of course it you know? is. Yeah, so that's that, really funny. That was my first favorite, and so then I feel like that's that's when we're little little kids, you know? Yeah, and you watch the movie over and over, uh, and then you like. You kind of like develop your taste, right? And uh, what? And then you you get asked this question: What's your favorite movie? Right. And then you like you choose a movie, and you're like, "This is my favorite movie," right? And that becomes the movie that you tell people to identify your taste. Yeah. What was your first favorite movie? 
I would say when I was about, no, actually when I was in about eighth grade into like freshman year, Pretty in Pink was my favorite movie. Feeling better if I asked you to the prom? Name's Blaine. He's so beautiful. Blaine? Don't, don't, that, that's not a major appliance. That's not a name. I have never seen Pretty in Pink. That is ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> why, why was Pretty in Pink your favorite? Pretty in Pink is very easily under... Well, first of all, John uh, John Hughes, he was everyone's, like, uh, yogi when mm-hmm. they were that age, at that era. I mean, 80s teen ennui, he had wrapped up in a bow. Right. Um, so that one spoke to me. I was ducky. 100%. So much I so, think I saw a picture. <laughs> yeah, of you. Yeah, I, re- I think that's my Facebook or was my Facebook profile picture when I was in eighth grade. I had my mom give me a perm. I had long. <laughs> you had your mom give you? Oh the yeah, perm? my mom that was a, my mom. To be so fair, cute. was a beautician. Oh my, which is what God. it was called at the time. And um, I had long hair on top, but short on the sides and the back. So I had like a nest of curly hair oh, when God, it was done. That. I gotta say, perfect. Did a perfect job because when I put the hat on the back of my head. I wanted a pomp of hair to come out the front, uh, of course. just like Ducky from Pretty in Pink. Oh my Nailed it, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, I was obsessed with that movie during that era because I definitely identified with Ducky, who is um, uh, he's like fun-loving best friend who doesn't he he's in love with his best friend and he gets pushed aside, but then finds love at the end through charm, which is every day for my, my everyday life. <laughs> Every single day, I charm someone into falling in love with me. That's that's kind of true. <laughs> I love that. My favorite movie. It's funny how like this is definitely like time. You know? Yeah. It's like your first favorite movie, the first movie that you fell in love with. These are things that like had to happen at a certain time. Yeah. But sometimes I watch a, a movie now and I'm like, this is going to be some kids. Right. First yeah. That's movie. interesting. You know? Or, like, the movie that, like, captures their young adulthood, you know? Yeah. For me, that movie was I Heart Huckabees. Oh, really? Did you see that movie? Yeah, that's a good movie. Say this blanket represents all the matter and energy in, in the universe, okay? This is me. This is you. And over here, this is the Eiffel Tower, right? It's Paris. Everything is the same, even if it's different. Exactly. Because we are connected. Uh, that was, like, the first movie where it had, like, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Who, uh, like... I really identified in a similar way who was like was kind of like meek and uh, shy but was like really lovable. Yeah. And I loved that and it also had uh Dustin Hoffman in yeah. it and it was like weirdly like about like existentialism which I thought <laughs> yeah. was like really cool and and uh that was the first movie where I was like this is something totally different. It was like kind of like an offbeat yeah. comedy like it was one of the first like movies that I remember being like, this is an indie movie. Oh, right, right. You know? When you start identifying it and feeling kind of cool when yes. you watch it. Yeah. And I totally feel that's characteristic that. of like this time that we're talking about where it's like you feel a certain way. Yeah. For me, that was definitely I Heart, I Heart Huckabees was like um, my first movie. Let's not ignore Mark, Mark Wahlberg's participation in that film. Because <laughs> I'm going to go on record to say he is underrated. He he's is genuinely underrated. funny when he's in comedies. Isn't that because weird? he's so serious? Yes, I, I liked him in that movie quite a bit, actually. Yeah, Angelica Houston was in that movie. Yeah. Shania Twain. Really, let's not that. forget. Yeah, I did. I done forget. Uh, that was a great movie. <laughs> so that was that was for me coming up. That was like the first movie that I was like, "This is my favorite." Yeah, yeah. Then you have a most watched movie. Oh yeah. I feel like we 
the most your most watched movie is not a thing that you necessarily do intentionally. At least for me, right? My most watched movie is not a thing where I'm like, I need to watch this movie a million times. It was just has been kind of a thing that happens sure. for me. What is your the film that you have watched the most? And it's not necessarily your favorite movie. Exactly. It would seem that way. Right. So mine, it's one of two. And I do think, and I'm wondering now, I wish I had a record. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I watched Weird Science every couple of weeks. Weird Science, which is another John Hughes movie, I believe, uh, uh, about two kids who make a woman from a computer. (laughs) You know, it's not a bad idea. What? Making a girl. Actually making a girl. I give her Wamdigis mammary glands. Something's about to change their world. Something out of this world. She's alive. Alive. Again, oh, another movie, movie that I haven't seen. Again, don't watch any movie that happened before. Right. Well, let's say yeah, right. 2015. Right. <laughs> um, I do remember thinking it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Me and my friends quoted it constantly. Uh, there's two teenagers like getting high with blues musicians and then making a, a woman and a computer. Um, it, it's so ridiculous, but I remember watching it a ton when I was a kid. But now, uh, I think what is giving it a run for its money and probably has broken the record is substantially more embarrassing, but but not not embarrassing. Is any of the Blade movies better? Wake up! The world you live in is just a sugar-coated topic. There is another world beneath it. The real world. I know your like weird love for Blade. <laughs> oh, if love and Blade is wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> I do not know why I love these ridiculous movies. Wesley Snipes is a vampire hunter uh, slash half vampire. And it's got Chris Christopherson in every one, which for some reason. Chris Christopherson? Yeah, Chris Christopherson plays his like his his partner in every single one. And I believe dies in every every movie and somehow keeps coming back. It's hilarious. I mean, it's un- it's the perfect blend of unintentionally and intentionally funny. Yeah, uh, I've if I'm just if I just want something on while I'm doing things around the house, I put those on. The movie that I have seen the most is The Jerk. Oh, that's a great one. That is a. Oh, I wish I would have said that. I don't, like, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. You know? Oh, like, I know exactly why. Like I do. All right. So I do love Steve Martin. Yeah. I did this one thing once. I listened to his audiobook, Born oh, Standing yeah, Up. Yeah. And he reads the audiobook. Oh, that sounds great. And so it's like he, it's like Steve Martin is just talking to you for several hours. That was a mistake. I read the book. I should have listened to the book. Yeah. That seems great. Um I also like love anything that he's in, but like weirdly like also think that he's not super funny. I disagree, but continue. I think <laughs> I think it's like a very specific I watched like a two hour stand up. Like of him. Oh, his stand up like, is very different than people of. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very different. And I was like, I was like, man, maybe people just weren't doing stand up at this time, you know? <laughs> and he was the biggest stand up at his at that time. Yes, he's and he like goes the first up one with to do a, a stadium through his head. Yeah, and uh, he he's like he's literally he's just like a character. The he's whole wacky. Time. He's, he's the wacky. embodiment of wacky. And you would not think of that today because he's pretty reserved today, even in. And he's like yeah. a fine art collector, <laughs> yeah, and like a serious bluesgrass musician, right? Uh, he's really like 
that character is so different from who he is. But I have seen Maven Johnson. Oh man, so good. And the jerk so many times. And I do, honest to God, love that movie. My favorite part of that movie is the song with Bernadette Peters. Oh yeah. You belong to me. And yeah. he's like on ukulele. Also, you know, I, I was about to quote the uh, audio commentary on the DVD <laughs> <laughs> where Steve Martin talks about, like, getting to this point. And he's a serious musician. And uh, he was like, oh, I couldn't wait for this point to, like, you know, have a serious side. He's like, I'm at the, uh, the the grand opening of the movie. And he's like, that's the moment where everybody got up to get popcorn. Oh, my <laughs> he's gosh. Like, that's, where, that's where everybody left. It was, like, this serious that's part. That's crazy. He, like, crushed him. Um yeah. That uh, song in that movie is great. The other day, not um, four days ago, I was in the shower and I started singing the Thermos song. Oh. Where he's in the bathtub and he sings, I'm picking out a thermos for, for you. you, not an ordinary thermos for you. It is hilarious to me, that song. Did you ever listen to, there's an episode of This American Life. Yeah. Where uh, it's like a daughter is talking about her dad. And she thought that he, like, invented the thermos song. <laughs> and he was like, and she was like, every time the phone books would come, he would, like, go crazy oh about the phone books. Gosh. And she was like, then I watched The Jerk, and I was like, Dad, I thought that you made all <laughs> stuff up. You took it from The Jerk. And he was like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Steve Martin. He's hilarious. And she was, like, yeah. felt so betrayed. <laughs> Similarly, I have stolen so much material from all Bill Murray movies. Oh, yeah. Several different ones that I, and I don't realize when I'm saying it. Why I say it so often? It's because of those movies. Yeah, no, it. the jerk is one of the. I genuinely think one of the top five comedies of all time. It is fantastic. That's a good pick. All right, finally, fave fave. Let's What's do your that. favorite movie of all time? Favorite movie Laying of all time down. is um. I that's such a hard question. Usually, until like the last ten years, I just accepted that my favorite movie of all time for sure is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Really? Yeah. How does it make you feel to be the first golden ticket finder? I'm a Mike, the country wants to hear from you. The world is waiting. Can't you shut up? I'm busy. You're a rotten, mean father. You'll never give me anything I want. I won't go to school till I have it. Violet. Call it, mother. If you're calling it a movie for kids, which, which is, is fine. Which it's not. I think it, I I think it is. And it's, yeah, I, and I think it's scared. okay. Kids should be a little scared. <laughs> Every to today, I mean, this is here's my old man speech. Today, the kids get coddled and everything they want. Blah blah blah. YouTube and Friendster, but <laughs> genuinely, I think that was a good for kids to be a little freaked out. Um, yeah. But when I, to be fair though, I was probably like a preteen or a teen mm-hmm. when I saw it. It embodies it's. Like like the like the song says, pure imagination. It's very imaginative, very colorful. It's funny. It's very funny. Gene Wilder's maybe my favorite human being of all time, mm-hmm. and he in his movies. The reason he is so great is because, and I've heard this said before. This isn't my original idea. Um, he doesn't play to jokes. He plays the character as true as he can, and that makes things funny. Or creepy or you know yeah. he does that's why he's so funny is because he just plays the character as hard as he can and in that movie in particular he's playing a very strange character that has these light moments that has these sinister moments 
And then at the end you come and it's just pure joy and like nurturing and it's phenomenal. I genuinely tear up at the end of that movie and I laugh throughout it. Another thing I realized this morning when I was thinking about it is there is – I'm a Libra, of course, and uh, I love the sense of justice in that movie. That. <laughs> the kids who do wrong are immediately punished. Yeah. The kids that have uh, do good deeds are rewarded with a damn chocolate factory. Yeah. That's the reward of all time. Best reward of all time. So I, it's just – and the songs in it I love. And the visually, it's just for that time – like the early 70s, just ridiculously inventive and beautiful. Yeah. Love that movie. I have a tattoo of a Everlasting Gobstopper in my forum. I've gone that far. You make me feel bad about mine because mine is so <laughs> oh, no. stupid, artsy-fartsy. I think my favorite movie of all time, when I think of it, and I think of like the movies that I truly love, is like Wings of Desire. Das Feuer am Die Kartoffeln in der Asche, das Bootshaus weit draußen im See. To me, this embodies so many things that I love, which is like, you know, like a capital A uh, idea of art and uh, like foreign films in black and white (laughs) with English subtitles. Like, why? Why is this a thing that I love? And why am I such a (laughs) sucker for just like that classic like idea of like art? Yeah. But it is a genuinely great movie. It is genuinely but it, great. If, yeah, it does check all the boxes for that. Yes, it does. <laughs> and so, like, I love Wings of Desire because it is super serious. Yeah. It is very foreign. Yeah. It, <laughs> it has not it is black and set white. a foot on American <laughs> no. soil. There is Peter Falk in it, who is, that is excellent. True. And that is a great... And uh, it's about these angels that, like, fly over the city and... Some of my favorite parts of that movie are like when they talk about um, like things that they saw in the city, and these are like these are angels that are talking that like it is their entire existence of eternity to right. observe. And so one angel is talking to the other, and he is saying like I saw this, and they go into like such a specific detail of like a thing that happened that is just like yeah, it's just. It's very romantic as right. well, which I am just such a sucker for. Yeah, and uh, um, and so it's like it's it's just beautiful and it's moving and it's serious and it's artistic <laughs> and it's like all of these things that I'm sure are just like gagging and eye rolling <laughs> and for whatever reason I absolutely love. That sounds great. I mean, but it also does have those two elements of angels looking over the city, which is a little bit whimsical, and it's yes. got Peter Falk. So that cuts it a bit. And it has Nick Cave. Oh, does Nick it really? Cave. I remember that. Perf- like, there is a uh, trapeze artist who plays a Nick Cave record, and then oh. they go to a Nick Cave show, and he plays the carnival, which is like one of my favorite Nick Cave oh, I have to songs. it. And uh, and so it's like also got this bonus of like one of my favorite musicians of all time like has a, 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 yeah. is part of the story arc, <laughs> uh, and I love it. On paper, I feel like you being from '89 and me being from Milwaukee film, our favorite movies should be swapped. <laughs> yeah, right, like, On paper, it seems like we just mixed up the titles. <laughs> Whoo! That's a journey through time. Journey through time. All right. Um, next week, we are going to be talking about Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs. Really looking forward to it. Me too. I love uh, islands. I love dogs. 
you're telling me. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see you next week. See ya.